You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Well, start it up. All right, we are alive and in color. Man, so we're visiting a couple of different things today, huh? It's the uh, the AI, but then also now now to yay back to yeah, yay. AI to yay, dude. It comes <laughs> full, full, full circle. I think you sent me a meme um, already uh, talking about one, one of the things. Like, do you, you still have that? The one that he said something about thinking. Oh yeah, I think I sent it to you on Insta. Yeah, IG. Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't care what people think about because everybody doesn't think. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was like, that's like, it sounds kind of silly, but and honestly, it makes sense, right? Yeah, people... yeah, that's like, that's like his uh, modus operandi, right? <clears throat> yeah. Is uh, like we talked about on the last podcast or the last Kanye podcast, like thoroughly is like, he says <clears throat> like genius shit. You just have to break it down, you know, like, right. It's not, it's, you just can't, um, can't take it at face value. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's interesting. Like sometimes I don't know what to think about him. And we talked about it last time. I think he's kind of, again, he has brilliant ideas, but his execution is kind of lacking. Um, <clears throat> and I don't, I haven't really been a, I would not say a fan, but I have not been a uh, – I've kind of lost a little bit of hope, but it's, it's slowly coming back. And I think a lot of that comes – or the large amount of it coming back recently kind of comes from that his gospel album that he put out. So uh, if, we, if you want to just jump right into it or should we talk some more? Or? No, I think jumping right in. Okay, so – Again, me being, I, don't, I wouldn't call myself the resident yay expert, but I'm a resident yay fanboy, uh, if you will. Um, so for a long time, he, like I said, he's got this big, he's had a lot of big ideas. He started off with um, making shoes for Nike and he moved over to Adidas. Um, he had some interesting things to say about Adidas uh, versus Nike. Uh, then he was like, I want, I've been making my own clothes. I want to make my own, I want to be my own basically, um, clothing designer. So he goes and does that. Uh, he's been, obviously he's a visionary when it comes to music, he's been making beats and, uh, songs for decades. And most of them, I'd say about nine, 85 to 90% of them are pretty fire, um, in one aspect or the other. And, uh, he wanted to get into like real estate, but, um, he got, he kind of gotten, he wants to run for president. Um, that's kind of <laughs> where he got, that's where he kind of got in with, um, Donald Trump, um, 45th president of the United States. If you didn't know, I'm pretty sure you all know that. Um, and he, where, where he kind of, this is kind of where I'm going with this is what he found in Donald Trump, despite a lot of his, um, I guess, previous negative feelings towards him. And the establishment that he came from, the way what brought him to come back around was Donald Trump's visionary um, ability, which led him to success and eventually being elected president. Um, he basically made he made his way. He stuck to his own personality, and he was able to achieve something that a lot of people didn't think of. He was almost an underdog. 
uh, in that aspect. And that's something Kanye West really um, identified with. So that's why he kind of got the MAGA hat and all that stuff. And he caught a lot of flack for that. But uh, he kind of, over the last three years, has kind of had this transformation. And this is kind of in the middle of the last, uh, like our last podcast over EA. And he um, he's kind of trying to figure out who he is. And he's kind of rediscovered his Christianity. Uh, it's no secret that he is a Christian. Um, he's rapped about it multiple times, especially on... Um, what was it? That was the that was um, late registration and um, what was it? Late, late registration and some another album. I, I'm blanking on it right now. Um, some Kanye fan I am, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, he he he's talked about it a lot of times. Um, whether it was Jesus walks or um, you know one of the other multitude of songs um, that he had. So uh, he's kind of re- rediscovered his Christianity and he's him being one with grandiose ideas uh, a, about a year and a half ago. He said he wants to start his own church and people are like, this fool is going to start a church. He doesn't even like he uh, he's so far away from God and Christianity that like this guy's like, what's he what's he really trying to do here? But I think the idea for him was. He wanted to essentially create a place where people could get together. He had this idea. and He wants to help people. He really did want to help people with this, yeah. um, having a church. But he never ended up having church, but he had a church service. I guess you could call it a quote-unquote church service. It was more like a gospel performance at a, a HBC or historically black college or university. And little did we know, shortly thereafter, he ends up coming out with a gospel album. This gospel album is, it just came out within the last uh, about two months um, titled, I have it. I'm terrible with titles. Uh, title of it is Jesus is King. And the album, I gotta say, I like, I am disappointed because it's only 27 minutes long. Uh, but that's a, that's kind of like a a almost it's almost a backhanded um, not comment but like a not a backhanded comment compliment but the opposite of that a backhanded negative. It's so good that I have a problem with it that is so short. Um, and he actually revisits some of the Christianity and he's able to bring it kind of full circle by making it music that is consumable to mainstream, but also having a, a gospel track and gospel themes to it. So have you listened, you've listened to the album? Yeah, I really like it, man. I mean, I didn't, <clears throat> I'm glad you added your expertise because I didn't realize he did other stuff with it as well. I thought, I thought it was, just, this was like a complete transformation, but yeah. And the biggest thing I have for it is that, or the, the biggest point is that I think he did a really good job, like you said, of making it consumable where it's almost like a little bit of a transition. It's not like, you know, because I think I've thought about before how Christian music or whatever, like spiritual music is like it's such like a, you know, section where people like if you like rap or, you know, whatever rock or something, you might not like there's Christian rock, I guess. But it there's it's not, not as much. It ain't the same. 
Yeah, yeah. It's not like mainstream where it's like you could be listening to it and still like good stuff, but it's also got a spiritual like side to it. It's just mostly in the spiritual side, I suppose. Yeah. But this did a good job of like melding the two together. And certainly since he has so many um, fans that are from different, you know, uh, genres and stuff like that, that him doing this is like, I, I think we're going to see more people try to do what he just did. You know what I mean? Yeah. People who maybe who have gotten away from their gospel roots, maybe making something that can do. And really, like, I think what you started to say, um, I think what you said was, oh, excuse me. Sorry, I have a little belch. But I think what you said was brilliant. And it works on two two aspects. Um, without making, I guess we're not, we're not making this a, I guess, a religious podcast. But we are talking about religion because it is a gospel album. Um, he's kind of been able to meld two worlds. So in one aspect, he's been, he's been able to bring uh, the mainstream people who maybe don't uh, have as much exposure or really a desire to listen to gospel music. Um yeah, exactly. He he plays that he plays that music, and people are like, oh man, if this is what gospel music sounds like, hell, I'll get on board with it. This this is kind of dope. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who like gospel music and like, ah, I don't like what, like the fact that it sounds like rap. Um, it's not good. You can't like that's not real gospel music. But he left just enough of it in there that those like I guarantee you, a lot of those gospel people are going to be breaching into it it's got the um it's kind of got the image the classic imagery of gospel it's got a lot of gospel undertones and um kind of sound and it's got the it, it even has gospel artists in there this is kind of the um to kind of take a quick sidebar if you remember um old town road uh, that song <laughs> by Lil Nas X, you know, the the issue was at first it was, it was the number one country song and the country billboard basically said, yes, it um, it, it meets the the stereotypical country music ideology and ideology, but um, imagery, it meets the um, to a degree, just a bit the sound. But the issue that they had and why they brought it away, I truly believe, is because the person was not a country-specific person. So what Ye did that made it successful, that will make it a successful gospel album, and why Lil Nas X will did not have a successful country album because it has all three: it has the artist, the idea, uh, the imagery, and also it has the sound. Um, and Lil Nas X had about one and a half of those. So that being said, it kind of brings two genres uh, together and they have enough of each that you can bring it in. And I'll say one of the things like uh, I think I've, I've said this before. I'm a huge Pusha T fan. I'm a huge um, the, the group called The Clips from back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, huge fan. Pusha T is on a lot of songs and on almost all of Kanye's in the last 10 years, greatest songs, if you will. Um, him and his brother, who, uh, Pusha T, the guy's name is, obviously the artist is Unclipped, you have Pusha T, 
and Malice, they made up the group called Clips. They both came on the record, my favorite record on the album, um, and they were able to rap. And typically these guys rap about um, basically selling drugs and talking about stuff like that and just being kind of reformed dope boys, I guess, if you will. And they came on there on Use This Gospel and just set it off. And the fact that Kanye West could use a gospel album to bring uh, gospel people to listen to this, these guys who normally talk about selling drugs and shooting, shooting stuff. Uh, that's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose there are other people who could do it too, but he's one of the best people to do it because like you said, like he's got all this influence and he can bring it in. And now, like I said, I mean, I think, dude, I think this is, we're going to see this as being like the, um, catalyst to other people either doing it for the wrong reasons of like you know there's a market now or something like that but this is going to be like the start of or or because they want to show that side of them you know Mm -hmm. as a good as a good aspect but i think you're going to see a lot more people try to do this where it's like kind of like a in between but now i'm interested to see what he's going to do after this you know and i think being that it's 27 minutes i mean Maybe it's like there's not – because, I mean, dude, sometimes I just click this on and I just listen to the entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not too long, but it's like kind of good to digest. But it's kind of like all the songs are kind of similar. You know what I mean? It's almost – Yeah, uh, you're almost like, does he have any more? Did he blow his load? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is like I don't know if he really has much. So I wonder if this was kind of almost like um, uh, not like a freestyle but like a – um sample kind of thing but you know he obviously sold it but uh so i want to see if he like builds on this or if he just does something different completely because i saw some interviews with him and he's totally i don't know if he's changed but he's definitely showing more of his spiritual side where he's like accepted jesus and like is living his life more to that you know yeah and i think so i think what you just two points you just made um I think are huge or are very key when you look at his future. So uh, the first point being you wonder if he kind of, if he used all his good stuff. So because it is so short, like you, I feel like he did. I, I think on the whole, I think he's kind of getting away from music because if you know, so this album was only 27 minutes long. It has, I think, let me pull it up. It's got 11 songs, I believe. Um, yeah, 11 songs. The last five albums, so last summer, uh, yeah, last summer, he put out five albums in five weeks. Uh, each album was only, I believe, seven songs long. Um, so he's doing a lot of like very short, and they're all about 27 to 35 minutes long, or 25 to 35 uh, minutes okay. long. So I think he's kind of in this, he's either doing it on purpose or he's kind of running out of ability, maybe not ability, or but just desire, or maybe it's both. Um, or he's just doing it on purpose, just kind of keep it short so he can spend his time elsewhere. Uh, the second point I wanted to make is, it's, like you said, it sounds like he's kind of reformed. I... I'm wondering if this is like we we just kind of talked about this off air with um my about my old lady um I can throw her <laughs> name I, she has she's got a call sign as well but um anyways uh she we kind of talked about it 
how she kind of jumps around and when it comes to interests and things like she's very uh she she's she's able to like really go hard in one specific area and then swap over and go really hard in one specific area and i feel like this might be one of the things where he just kind of went full in so he went like for instance he went full in before on the the clothing line he went full in on being a president uh presidential candidate one day and you know being like donald trump uh and this might be one of those things i hope it's not uh, because i'm i'm always i always kind of like to see people kind of find themselves amidst the chaos but we'll see if he actually fi- found himself as a, I guess, a born again Christian. So I'm, like, I'm rooting for him, but I just don't want it to be one of those things where he just uh, a year from now, he's on something completely different just because this was a phase. He goes through phases. That's what I should say. Yeah. And I didn't realize he set out so many albums with such short durations or like the similar things. So yeah, it, it, I mean, only time will tell to see if he builds on this or not. But it seems like, well, I mean, you know him better, but it's a, perhaps it is just a phase. But I would think he would kind of build on this. But again, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what else you could really say. That's the only thing is like, I'm, I mean, obviously people have been singing about love for however long, you know. And yeah. so you could you could make any subject matter really like, you could rap or uh, sing about it, but I just wonder where he would take it. So we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to, so when he was making this album also, I heard, uh, I heard that as part of his transmission, this is kind of all social media and I don't follow a whole lot about this. The one, the one thing I do watch every now and then is the breakfast club and so <laughs> And Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee always have some interesting things because they're kind of more plugged into social media than I am. And uh, they were they were saying basically how when they were making this album, uh, Kanye was basically asking any artist that like no not just this album but like anything he's making music for, he asks the he asks not acts <laughs> he asks the uh, <laughs> he asks the artists that he's working with to, for instance, abstain from sex while they're making this, while they're working together, making music. So he's kind of, and another thing that they, uh, they also brought up was he thought Kim was dressing a little bit too sexy. So he kind of wanted her to tone, he kind of wanted her to tone it down, you know, and people were upset because they're like, she's a curvy woman. Like, what are you, like, are you, are you trying to c- control her now? Like what, what's the next thing you're going to be having her wear is a burka, you know, like, uh, like what, what do they want? So it's, he's had some, like, this is again, classic yay, where he kind of dives into something and he just goes full force into it right away. And he's, this, that can be good. And I can appreciate that. That's like, if you're familiar with um, any kind of, um, but like if you're if if you're a theologian, especially when it comes to Bible, it's it's kind of the rich young ruler way to look at it. You know, he's he's doing all that he can do to um, become this Christian, um, and he's he, he's just going full in, trying to make sure he's doing everything. Um, not quite exactly the rich young ruler. Hopefully, he doesn't end up like the rich young ruler. But yeah, yeah, it's very interesting and. Um... My two favorites, um, 
I think is maybe they're a little bit more upbeat or with uh, maybe at least with his lyrics and stuff is uses gospel and God is, I think those, those are some pretty, two pretty good ones. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was surprised at who he, good. I was surprised at who he brought on. They, uh, he, he actually got some um, good talent as well as, I mean, just the choir is pretty sweet too. Yeah. Uh, and I, I saw him with James Corden on like, uh-huh. kind of like a, you know how he does like the car ride along sing along thing, but they yeah. were on like a not a private jet but a jet with like the entire choir and they were all singing. You should, oh, really? you should give it a yeah, you should give it a listen. It was it was actually pretty funny and interesting and that's where I saw that he was like really I don't know he he at least taught or he definitely talked more about God and that type of stuff. So that's why I think he's kind of like um, totally into it type of or like it was a, like a little bit of a transformation but i didn't know about that whole like kim thing and all that type of stuff that's, yeah there's <laughs> that's so funny there's some all there's some not ulterior motives but there's some there's some other stuff going on and i again i i'm always torn like just like he uh, what was that the uh, what's, who, who was that i think i think it was a kendrick lamar thing but like, i'm always I'm always conflicted when it comes to EA, you know, uh, there's some feelings I like not feelings. I guess you could put a pause on that or a no homo, if you will. Uh, uh, I have interesting feelings on EA because like I said, I appreciate his entrepreneurial spirit, but sometimes I'm like, dude, just come on, man. Like think you got you to go into depth on this a little bit better. Um, I really, I, I think he's made some progress and I think he's kind of toned it down. And like you said, like we, we talked about it last time, you know, people, people go crazy. Hollywood's the worst drug that you can ever see. You know, it's people go crazy just having been there. And I really, I like, I like the album, man. I, I, I really like the album. I'll be, I want him to do, I want him to do more stuff like that so he can kind of, um, start building some more just build the two worlds i guess if you will but i i don't want this to be a one trick pony you know like he does it one time and then he's like done well i think um as we said time will tell and i think our time has come because i just looked it up and uh yay said yay and dr dre are doing jesus king part two coming out soon oh no that could be good i could get on board that dre is Dr. Dre is serious. Um, yeah, he's very much like how Kanye started out, started off as. Yeah, and so there you go. I guess he's he's diving more into it. But like you said, I think he may. I mean, I could understand it. Maybe he just like you know, he's like, hey, I have this this idea for the seven new songs. Let's hit, you know, let's do it and just send it out, as opposed to waiting and making like a huge album that's like fourteen songs. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe he, he's just trying to, like, you know, almost send it as it comes type of thing. Yeah, well, it's just interesting how he's done it. So, he, like, as he's gone along, he's kind of – the length of his album, so I'm, I'm going to go on my phone real quick. And you look at his kind of albums as he's, as he's gone along. He's had – let's see. Oh, man, I don't know why it's not – it's not giving me everything on my phone right now. But you look at his initial ones um, – like, uh, not college dropout, but like even late registration. I think that's like 22 songs long. 
uh, yeah, it's, it's this, the album is 21 songs long. Granted, came out in 2005, so he was trying to kind of get himself out there, kind of build up his collection. And then a lot of them, a lot of the other albums kind of started trickling down. Uh, College Dropout was, I think it was around 15 to 18 uh, songs. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, college, sorry, College Dropout came out before. College Dropout was also, that's what it was. College Dropout came out before. That was also 21 songs. And then you have um, The Graduation. That's what it was. The Graduation was about, uh, I want to say 15, uh, let's see, 13 songs long. And also, it's kind of coming down, 51 minutes. He's established, and it, it kind of goes up in when it hits, what is it, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which, phenomenal album. I think I saw somewhere they listed that as, it's like probably the best album in 10 years. Um, nice. In the last 10 years, and I completely buy it, buy that, but... um. He had some a little bit more avant-garde stuff, and there and he's kind of trickling down to these short albums because and people are still buying him, people still like him. He's a he's a likable guy. People want to root for him, but people also want to root against him too. So, yeah, and I think the biggest thing I saw with or the yeah I think this is the biggest thing of the album uh, or for me is like again it's kind of. Um, mainstream or people can like get on board with it uh in both aspects you know like yay fans could jump into the spiritual aspect and spiritual fans could jump into the yay aspect or Mm -hmm. you know like the the genre but i i remember i told somebody who i thought was not really into like hip-hop and stuff uh i was like dude you gotta listen to jesus's because he's a he's a really religious guy he's in my uh, Bible study, and I was like, "Do you gotta listen to Jesus is King? Tr- just trust me on this." He's like, "Yeah, I already listened to it. It's really good." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that, and like I've heard, like so again, my uh, my old lady, she doesn't listen to a lot of hip hop either, but she was like, when I brought it up, it's go, like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a gospel album. And then she's like, "Oh, I listened to, it. I loved it." I'm like, "Man, there's a lot of people. I've seen people on social media who aren't hip hop heads who are just like." just normal people they listen to it and like it's it's getting a following it's um if you're if you are a christian it's there's something to be said to that um that i guess that god can bring together so many um <laughs> like people like people who are on completely opposite sides of the aisle maybe when it comes to music and uh get them all behind and of all play of all people kanye west to do it pretty remarkable yeah man and i want to not to get too far from the album but like i want to see what he does next in terms of i don't know i mean i think he has i guess he hasn't ventured too far out of music or like you know i mean he's done um shoes and fashion lines and stuff like that but yeah i would like to see maybe not like i mean certainly maybe he can make changes with the presidency but i know when we ha- listened to his Charlemagne the god interview he talks about <laughs> how he wants to like build a city or something like that you know yeah. like like I said, but I think I, I never really thought about it, but I think there is some merit to, you know, give some creative people like, you know, munition, munitions or sorry, musicians or like artists or something, the reins to just see what they do, you know, because they could, I mean, they could attack it from a whole different angle that makes everything much better. That's so different from the construct that everybody else is used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I think there's some potential there. And especially with his, as we see, with his influence and power, he can change things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's Somebody, just so odd to hear him like he's he's a person of influences. I don't know if I'm should be more scared of that that he's a he's the type of influential influential person mm-hmm. we should say or um, if if I'm more like hey man like I'm proud that he's an influencer you know ah I hate that word influencer but if that if he's somebody, <laughs> <laughs> if he's if he's somebody who should be listened to you know I don't know if I'm scared or if I'm excited about that. I think he's because of the fact that he can't, um, for lack of a better term, talk. <laughs> yeah. you know, if he can't, like you know, uh, convey things well, I think he should be. He would be good as like a, uh, again, for lack of a translation or something, like a cabinet member or something, like a kind of a yeah. a person a person in the group who's not like the guy who's the um, or girl who's the poster boy or like the forefront, but. Yeah gives the guidance and like helps you know direct things you know what i mean the idea man yeah exactly like i think he's got yeah like yeah no i mean he's not the answer you know or like <laughs> i gotta say last time i didn't realize what the final solution what that context <laughs> you didn't get no i was just like putting words together you know what i mean like i think he's like the uh <laughs> not, he's not he's not ai but he or uh, alan iverson but he's uh Good answer. He's, yeah. <laughs> but i think you know like i mean i think he's not the fight like obviously jesus and god are more important than him as we're on this topic you know but also i'm sure there's other people who have you know probably think better or more to say but uh it's just interesting you know that especially again that Charlemagne the god interview gave like a peek into his men- or mindset and it just made me realize like shit dude like he might mu- you know like he thinks differently he thinks out of the box you know so that we need more we need more of that you know yeah exactly <clears throat> because i mean i i even think about it like in a catching jets uh uh job perspective or you know any job really is like you get used to the same shit and certainly there is something to be said about I'm going a little, you know, tangent here, but there is something to be said about uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. But it's also like you could improve things, and then so at some point you get stale, and you know you don't, um, you you lose that energy. You know what I mean? So you got to yeah. switch it up, like make sure every you got to constantly monitor yourself, make sure things are good. And he's one of those like kind of disruptors in a good way, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I never know what to think of those disruptors. Um, there, I think there's there's good and bad that come out of them. Um, I think it's it just kind of you just need somebody like you need a healthy balance. You can't. I don't think you can have somebody who you don't want some you don't want somebody in the seat anywhere where they're just a and we're gonna do it the same way we've always done it. But also you don't want somebody who's just gonna throw caution to the wind. Like we're doing this all completely different. Like you gotta have. I think it's important to have both types of people around you. And I think uh, if we're going to talk kind of about the leadership thing, I think it's important to have both those people, types of people who are, who are going to advise you. Yeah. Like a uh, measured approach and we can't go, um, or I don't want to go into a rabbit hole here, but like president Trump, a lot, you know, a lot of people were attracted to him because of the fact that he was a disruptor. Like he wasn't the right. usual. Right. So it's like, right. so that, you know, that, I guess that's that kind of, sh- yeah, that kind of shows like the, what the, you know, that other people want it, you know what I mean? Like society 
or whatever, like the larger group amounts of people that have, you know, uh, skin in the game, I suppose, want that, you know, they want that new, fresh kind of thing, you know, and yep. not, not, not in a sense of like flashy and like, you know, whatever, hip hop or whatever, like lit and all this type of stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, not this, uh, not just for that, but just because of, um, you know, br- fresh ideas instead of, um, yeah. you know, it's the different. status quo. It's- it's yeah. punk rock you know it's uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, it, and i think that's what kind of attracted kanye to again like we, we talked about it before kind of attracted kanye to uh donald trump because they both um he or he saw a lot of what he wants to be in him uh in donald trump so yeah i can understand i can understand where he where he got behind him um yeah and he even said i think i think it was in the interview again again if you haven't if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you gotta go watch on YouTube Charlemagne the God um, and Kanye's interview um, or interview with Kanye. And it's we should. How do you spell it? It's a C H A R L M A N or M A G N E. M A G N E. Yep. yep. Yeah. Like like Charlemagne, like the uh, the French the Frenchman, and then it's the T H A, I believe. Is it a T-H-A yeah. or a T-H-E? I can't remember. The God. It's T-H-A, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's some good stuff there. And in that interview, I think Kanye said – or no, sorry. It was it was a different article because it was after that. But he was like, I was just really interested in the fact that a celebrity became president because that's what I want to do. You know? It wasn't yeah. – he, he didn't re- – again, Kanye gets misunderstood. Like he didn't realize like, oh, if I back this guy, I back everything he's ever said type of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So um, – I think he – yeah. <laughs> he, I, th- again, that's something that's so – that's so Kanye to do, you know? He he hears something. He's like, that's a great idea. I'm all in. I'm all bored. And then like he said some troubling things in the past. He's like, hmm. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of I think that's the Kanye approach to things. You know, he, he gets he just goes full sin sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, I don't think I have too much else. Yeah, I don't really have much else uh, on Kanye. He said I I got other stuff, but uh, we can always save that for another time unless we want to keep going, but. Um, I think on the whole, I, I'm still a Kanye fan. I will pretty <laughs> much, I, I will pretty much give anything he makes a listen. Hell, all those five albums that he produced, I downloaded all five of them, and I think I listened to one full one, the Pusha T one, because I thought that was actually excellent. The other four, I listened to kind of sparingly, like the Kid Cudi one. He's got like two tracks I like. The Kanye West one, he's got like one or two tracks on that one. Um, Tiana Taylor, no tracks that I like. <laughs> um, and then he had a Nas, he had one. And the Nas one's actually pretty good, too. I'd say probably the second or third best of those five. So all that said, I will continue to listen to him, listen for him, uh, and continue my, um, I guess, troubled understanding and kind of battle myself on my thoughts about him. Yeah, and it, it'll be interesting to see. Didn't he say he's... I thought. Oh wait, no. He he changed his idea of going for presidency, right? Of he he said it originally twenty twenty, didn't he? Yeah, he said twenty twenty four because he knew that <laughs> in his words. Uh, he knew that Donald Trump was going to be an eight year guy. 
So uh, uh, I thought it was because of money or something like that. No, it might be also, but I think I think he I think he's is because he thought uh, in his opinion that he thought um, the president was going to make it uh, to he'd be a two term president. That's what I thought. At least. I don't know. Um, again, not a we're not getting really political on it. Just talking about his ideology on this one. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny, man. Jeez. Yeah. He's a he's a character, I'll tell you that. Um It's so funny the Well, yeah. A uh, small point of um that thing he said before of uh again, him just having gold, either entertainment wise or <laughs> you know, good in looks was I don't care what people think because people don't think. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point because, you know, people are all over the place and you know, opinions don't matter as much and you know they're they maybe not grounded in fact or they're subjective you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's just like that for a reason yeah again that kind of thinking is just good stuff i think but yeah yeah all right did i did i uh did i ever t- did we talk about on the podcast that that story i might have talked about it last time about me meeting my ex's parents at a wedding oh no no you say you're gonna go into this i think yeah i wanted to let me tell this quick like i know we're we're like a little bit past kanye but this is kind of just extra goodies if you will so um i have an ex-girlfriend who i dated in college um she's like best friends with two of my other really good friends and they're all they're all roommates and we had a for we'll go into the reasons why i broke up i think i might even broached on this way 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 long ago but um we broke up and kind of had like she kind of basically she hated me <laughs> uh, <laughs> i it was i didn't hate her but she was not a fan of me so we're at my i call them my sisters um we're at one of my non-biological sisters weddings she's getting married and then i look behind me in the pew behind me at the chapel and it's my ex-girlfriend's parents used to sit behind me like, oh, shit. And I'm like, fuck. I just like kind of like, well, do I look or not? And I kind of look. And I can see out of the corner of my eye, her mom recognized me a little bit. She's like, hmm. Like, well. And I was like, I kind of looked back. I was like, I'm like do you want to talk? And then they, they didn't really say anything. I was like, okay, I'll just ignore it. So fast forward into the ceremony. And I'm going to go ride back, get a ride back from one of my other sister's husbands. And... We're going to go over to the reception area. I was like, hey, you got room? He's like, yeah, uh, but we're going to be with um, your ex's parents and her husband. I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward, but I'm not going to I was like, but I'm not, also not going to pay $50 to Uber over there. So I was like, yeah. And I, and I was talking because my my other sister who was who's married, uh, we were just talking about her. I was like, yeah, that'd probably be a little bit weird, but. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. I was like, you're right. So, <laughs> uh, and keep in mind the last, the one mark, when this sister, um, I'm trying, it's so hard to not use names, but the oldest of the sisters, she just got married last year. And I actually talked to my ex at that wedding and I was like, basically kind of hashed out. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry for the way I made you feel. You didn't really do anything to me. So I don't feel anything bad, but however, whatever reason I made you feel bad, you know, I apologize and I'm a different person now, this, that, and the other, you know, all the nice things um, you should do. So, uh, like, and I, I still don't really talk to her. Um, but I get in the car and she's like, the mom's like, you look very familiar. And I'm like, yeah, 
Uh, she's like, did you come over to her house one time? I was like, I was like, yeah, I came over to her house uh, with Meg. We were pretty good friends. And the dad, he remembers, like, he remembers. He's like, he's like, you're Alex, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, and he like remembers like everything about my parents. He's like, yeah. He's like, your dad, is he still a teacher? I was like, no, you're retired. He's like, your mom's a teacher though, right? He's like, yeah, she just retired too. And we're like, oh. I was like, how about you? You're still teaching? He's like, uh, I just coach track. Um, you know, I I don't teach anymore. And we started talking about that, and then. Like the husband comes over and like, I don't know if he knows me or if he, I think he kind of does know of me and I kind of shake his hand and talk and like, he didn't really say much. And, uh, we get in the car and we're just cutting up like me, the dad talking the whole ride over there. I start talking to mom, me and the, me and the actually I start kind of befriend the, my ex's husband. And like, we start having a good conversation. He's a lawyer. And we just all like basically all three of us are just having this like really good conversation. And we get to the reception and we keep going. We're laughing, cutting it up, just having a great time. And my ex comes over and like sees us just like laughing and having a great time. And like, I, I kind of kept it like a glimpse out of my eye and like, during we're having, during having this conversation. <laughs> and she's like, look, she has a look of like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> he's like how are you guys laughing with this guy who ruined my life i'm like uh like this is her look i'm thinking but like i don't think i ruined her life by the way um she might have felt like that that's how girls do you know but uh well i mean you know if you're gonna break up with someone you might as well leave them in you know pieces and run away <laughs> throw a grenade just kidding but yeah uh she but yes yeah, so she was it was uh it was an odd thing. And I just like had a, like, we were just having a great grand old time. And she didn't even like, she, I think she tried to kind of talk to us a little bit, but like, we were all busy just talking. I was like, this is weird, but whatever, I'm having a good time. And I don't really know a whole lot of other people here anyway. So we had like, it was just really odd. And I thought like, I was like, Oh great. You know, these parents are going to hate me, but uh, I, I stand by this. Uh, I'm probably one of the most charming people a parent will ever meet, uh, I got to say. And <laughs> the, the, the fact that their daughter who hated me, they still have a fond, soft spot in their heart for me. You know, that's uh, I got to say that's a testament to me being an OK guy sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, that shit's crazy, man. Yeah, I. uh I never really had that, but it's one of those things where it's only as awkward as you make it. And, you know, you just pressed on, which was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because these things are going to happen and these things happen. Right. So you might as well just make the best of it and, you know, not make it more uh, make make it matter more than it needs to. Right. You know. Right. You have to get the nail on the head there. Yeah. yeah, it, I, it was, I, I gotta say, it was awkward at first, and it's still, again, it's still awkward between me and my ex a little bit when, like, when we're at functions together, but, um, yeah, it was, it, it's, it's in a good place, and I think, I think the overall, all thing to remember, um, this goes from, like, we're all human, and we all have some kind of, something in common, uh, if you're willing to look through it, like, I, I think back if, um, back in world war two and there's plenty of stories like this where a lot of you know like the allies they would meet germans like sure you just had like some really intense fighting but when the german shoulder soldiers after the war they'd sit down and they kind of talk with the you know the allied powers and 
they could laugh about like silly things, but they were just shooting and killing each other the whole time. Just like I think right now, if um, if it's gonna sound weird, um, and I don't mean for it to to come off odd, but there's no doubt in my mind that if we look at um, like for instance a um, a Russian JTAC and an American JTAC remove them from uh, let them retire, remove them from the stuff and have them sit down. There's probably a lot of commonalities and a lot of things that they could, we could probably um, laugh about, you know, or if you look at um, Russian air crew and American air crew, there's probably a lot of things we could probably have stories and laugh about and enjoy things. Um, and the same thing goes for pretty much all of our, um, I guess other, all of adversaries, um, if you will. So, yeah, yeah, I always I always think about like, uh, yeah, if like you run into somebody who is on the opposite side, like not during war, obviously, but like you know, <laughs> yeah. like like you said, if like you just happen to be um, near like a Russian guy or like somebody else, and you know who's like kind of in comp- global competition, I suppose, with you. Yeah, it's like you're not just gonna like fight each other to the death. No. You know, like, like you're gonna, you're probably gonna drink and like just joke around because it's like, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of a, it's not a sick joke, but it's like, it's kind of weird. Ah, never mind, I won't get into it. But yeah, it's just like the, you know, person to person, it's like, what do we, we're, you know, we don't hate each other, you know? No, it's just part of the job, you know. Um, I think a lot of times, I think this is something that a lot of people brought up, and I, I know I felt like this for a long time, like. Sure, I'm going to do my job um, to the best of my abilities. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all human again. And I think there's probably a lot of similarities. Like they could be, we could be telling war stories. And I think there, this, this was the case. Uh, I think when I was going through officer training school way back when uh, we talked to and I think it was a, either a East German or he was like a maybe like a Ukrainian or something like that. He But he grew up under the Soviet Union. And I asked him, I was like, hey what was it like to train basically to fight like all these people that you're here helping now, what was it like to train to basically kill them? And he's like, ah, you know, I mean, sure. That was a case, but I didn't really think about it like that. I just thought it was like, oh, okay, you know, that's just another airplane out there that I was going after, but I'm here now. And like, we have great relations and it's just, there's things that you, there's more things in common than there are apart, uh, if you will. Um, you talk about like you know if we're going to talk about air crew stuff you know you can always talk about how you know your pilot almost killed you one time or yeah and i guarantee you got you got talking to those like oh you should have seen it one time these guys they had a crazy idea to fly under a bridge and i was like no don't do it (laughs) and they did it you know we came out and we said live we're like what the hell and we laugh about stuff like oh we did this one maneuver i thought we were gonna you know go inverted and we're all gonna crash into the ocean you know uh like like, but like these these are stories and just of the human experience and it just happens to be the shared human experience of being in the military you know so i think there i think all this kind of a roundabout way of talking about my ex but uh remembering that we're all kind of on this big blue sphere floating, this big, really this big blue um, spaceship floating through, you know, space orbiting around a, a molten piece of uh, nuclear reactor. Um, there's 
we're all in this together and um it's kind of you just have to kind of remember that even if we have there may be some discord or dis dysfunction or even just dislikes between us that doesn't stop the fact that we're still here together um all human by the grace of something yeah <laughs> i could go we could always, you know we could always jump in the uh tangent of the universe but man it's just yeah it's so it's so crazy to think about all the or sorry i um i actually went down the wrong path there so um one time i think neil degrasse tyson was um asked like what's the most astounding fact of the universe and he's like the most astounding fact is that you know i'm paraphrasing but essentially we're made of stardust and like you know we're made of the same everything out there and it's it's such a cliche or cheesy you know but it's so true it's like anytime i look up at the stars it just makes you feel like like uh i should say you know kind of it puts everything in perspective in a good way, you know, and he even said in that in that question, he's like, you know, a lot of times people look up and they feel small, but he says, I feel big because, you know, I'm part of the, you know, we're all part of the same stuff and like we're part of that material, right? You know, like, yeah, <clears throat> shit's crazy, man. I mean, yeah. I, I could get lost in the stars, um, just stargazing and stuff. And especially when you go like if you go camping and stuff and. Mm-hmm. You get to like see some of the Milky Way galaxy. It's just fucking awe inspiring, you know. It really is, man. Yeah, we could we could go on for her. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think Yay led us down this path indirectly, huh? Dude, yeah, he's talking about you, man. He's he's something else, ain't he? <laughs> uh, he can take you down different. I, I think he's probably in the spirit of you know, leading down to the path of enlightenment, you know, I think he, I think he's there. Well, yeah, he's one of the mentors, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really got. I mean, unless you got something else, uh, no, or you got any short story that you want to tell? No. Um, no, I think I'll save it for another time. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll end it there then. All right. Talk to you guys soon. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.